Hello and welcome to another episode of And There You Go. I'm Chad and with me as always is Addie. Addie, how you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you Chad. How are you? I'm doing pretty darn. I don't know what that means, but I'm doing it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm doing it. So, so what do we have on the agenda today? Well, my thought was we have been spending quite a bit of time watching a TV show, a reality TV show. Yes. And I am shocked that you are almost more into it than I am. I'm shocked, too. <laughs> because we've watched some, and they've been kind of meh, as yeah. my daughter would say. Mm-hmm. You know, But a uh, lot of drama and things like that in them. But this one, this one has a different vibe to it, to me. It does. It's called Love is Blind. Love is Blind. So what, mm-hmm. what's the, the premise of it? Let's set that up first. The premise is that people date behind closed doors. So they decide whether they love somebody or not based only on what's on the inside of the person and how they connect and talk with the person. Uh, it's based solely on that. They have no idea what the other person looks like. And to start with, they go on dates with many people, but then they start choosing the people that they connect with the best. And then, and it, it runs pretty fast. I mean, it, it goes fast. Right. They're um, falling in love and making days. proposals within days. Mm-hmm. Right. And some of them are very firm on their belief that they're in love and they're ready to get married and they want to spend the rest of their lives, as they say, with the next person, which I find find is really, really intriguing. Now, the thing I like about this show that kind of differentiates itself from other shows like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. there's just so much drama there. And it's it's a bunch of people vying for one person. And so there's a lot of drama there, and uh, you know they, the producers it, create well, that ab- as well. Absolutely, they do, yeah. and that's 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 the whole purpose, you know. And, and we've watched a couple of those, and you know it's been interesting from a human uh, nature standpoint, human behavior standpoint, to watch those. Mm-hmm. But for me, what's different, and which is why I think I'm I'm into this one, is because there isn't as much drama going on between the participants because there's multiple people on both sides. And while there is there is some drama there, it's really the focus of the show seems to be on watching these connections grow between the individuals yes. who, as you said, can't see each other. Mm-hmm. And so they have to base their opinions and their feelings on what they're hearing, the information that they trade. So I think, you know, from that perspective, it's kind of like, you know, when you and I met, and we've talked about how we've met, you know, we connected very quickly, you know, at that level. And so I think that's what, what, what intrigues me about this is, is how they're able to connect without the, the distractions of the physical, some of the other distractions that they have, even behavioral. You know, you don't get to see the nonverbals. Uh, you can hear some of the actions and, and expressing of exasperation or excitement or, you know, things like that, emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't see the nonverbal. And look at me. I'm, I'm just chatting away here like a chatty chat. <laughs> Before we came <laughs> on, started recording, I said, you said something about Chad's talking a lot or something like that. You said, <laughs> and I, it's like, you know, if you know me, you know that 
that's not me, and I don't know that it's ever been said of me that I'm I'm talking too much. No, me either. Uh, right? For me. Right. Right. But yeah. w- when we get together, we can't shut up. I know. So I, anyway, I, I'll let you talk in a second here, but I have just it's a little okay. bit more to say about <laughs> this, about why it intrigues me, I think. Um, you know, and part of it is that some of these people are, you, you can tell they're really genuine. Well, they seem to be genuine. You go on a show like this, you've got to question motives, right, mm-hmm. um, as to why they're going on it. But they seem like genuine people, but there's some characters on there, too, that make it interesting, but again, what I like about it is that there's not a lot of conflict-type drama with the participants. Now, there's some of that, but not, not nearly as much as we've seen. And so it's really watching oh. these relationships start from nothing and growing into marriages. Mm-hmm. I'll close my mouth now, no, and I'll, you I'll let you talk. <laughs> you have a lot to say on this, and, well, it's, and I... Appreciate that. I, I think it just goes to your point about you're shocked that I'm so interested in this show, but it's it's really kind of an interesting study on human nature. It well, is. Well, the other thing I like about it too is that they call it an experiment. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just an experiment, a social experiment, and they're seeing what happens. Is love really blind? Can you fall in love with and make plans for a life together without having seen each other? Mm-hmm. Well, and there you go. I just and there you say go. That going to say that. And there you go. I personally, I've enjoyed watching it. I kind of step back a little bit because I honestly do not believe that there is some special formula for people to make it work. Right. I just don't. No, I don't think so either. I I agree. I've seen people get married two days after they met and they've been married ever since like into 20 30 years or I've got a, a brother who got engaged within six months mm-hmm. and married within probably a year after that and they've been married for probably 27 years or so 28 years something like that I know a lot of people, there's just no rhyme or reason to anything. And I probably say that in part because of my personal experiences. Sure. I am, as we've talked about before, both of us are empaths, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I have had the experience that a lot of empaths have where I get sucked in by what somebody says and, and how, I mean, these people who don't have good intentions can suck me in or used to be able to just by the things they would say and the way they would act, but they were just pretending. Yeah. And, you know, know. we we saw some of that in the show Mm -hmm. with some of the people and some of, you know, the couples and the interactions that they had, that it was just obvious that... Maybe not right away, which I think is a very important point because this is kind of your experience as you've related it to me. It's not obvious right away. No, uh, what the they true can nature go for a while, right? What the true nature of uh, a person is, and you know, sometimes it's authentic from start, or you know, just from the starting blocks uh, all the way through. Sometimes there's the appearance of authenticity, and we did see some of that sure in, in the show as well. Too, you know, and you know, I think about our own relationship, and we moved really fast. We did, which know? was a huge red flag for me when it when it came to 
what therapists would say because obviously I needed some pretty intense therapy because I kept ending up in those situations, yes. which is common. If you're in one, you're likely end up in another. Yeah. And I don't know what made me do it like that because I yeah. certainly wasn't supposed to. And of course we met during COVID too. Yeah. So we had to play the game a little bit differently because the playing field was, was changed because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember that in your profile, you did mention that a red flag was moving too fast. You, and, and that's something that caught my attention because I, that's exactly where my head was at as well, is that I didn't want to move too fast. I, I, I wanted to feel things out. And then look at us. Within six months, we decide to uh, move in <laughs> together, and, and I, I moved 200 and some odd miles away from uh, where I was living. And But, you know, that said, I am happy, and I, I, I love being here, and I feel like the choice was good. It worked out. So, but you asked a really interesting question earlier today when we were watching an episode of this. And that was, do you think we would have found each other if we were participating in this experiment? And I think hands down, my answer was yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Because that's really how we connected. You know, we connected at that emotional level we did. Um, pretty quickly, too. We'd seen pictures of each other. Yeah. But you never know. You Believe never know. me, like Match.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You never know. Right. Any 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 <laughs> online dating service, right. um, you know, that uh, where you're having to rely on somebody's posting of what they think they look like or what they want to portray or, you know, what they want to trick you into believing kind of a thing. You know, mm-hmm. you run the risk of that. Absolutely. But we traded messages early on, and and we had a, I had a good vibe. I can't. I'm not going to speak for you, but I had a good vibe from what I got from your messages. So I hope you, you know, presumably you did too. So I did, um, and I think I said this in another um, podcast that I. Where was I going with this? I just lost it. I <laughs> don't know. <laughs> What were we just talking about? We, uh, I, you know what? <laughs> oh no! We were talking about uh, us. Brain, um, brain um, fart. Yes. <laughs> That's okay. I can bring us back. I think I, I have. I have the thread that can pull us out of this. Pit. All right. Um, we were talking about how when we first met, we were communicating and trading messages, and we were moving pretty fast with that and it's not coming to you i can tell by the look in your eyes <laughs> it isn't <laughs> so, i know it will so let's let's I shift gears let's but i but i do want to swing back around and say <laughs> i agree with you i do think that we would have found each other doing that experiment yeah i think that we would have at least on our very best of days and i have to say that i am the happiest that i have ever been in a relationship by a gazillion a gazillion <laughs> yeah it couldn't even wow. be a number big enough to express how this has been so different for me in such a good way compared to 
the relationships that I've been in before. Yeah, and I I appreciate hearing that. And I would say the same thing that I, well, you know, I haven't been in as many relationships from whenever I started dating to now that you probably have because that just simply wasn't me. I didn't do that. But well, but you were when I, married. I was married for a, a long time, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And, but the, this relationship is, is what I had hoped for, what I had envisioned. Me too. Is it perfect? No. Okay. But, Whose is, right? Nobody's you know, and that's is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's so. is. So as you think about the show, is there any couple or individual that stuck out that you maybe learned something about or you were surprised at or you thought was really great to see? I have one in mind and you might have the same one in <laughs> okay. mind. Well let's uh, let's also tell our audience that we started watching the second season. And now we've gone back to the first. Yes, and I don't think I actually started at the start of the second season, but I got hooked on it so quickly. Yeah. But yeah, so we haven't really watched the first season, but we got through the second season. But but what were any call-outs for you from the second season? Some of the couples that I thought for sure were going to make it did not. Yeah. And some that I thought for sure wouldn't say yes did. Yeah. I was shocked by that. Well, and, and one of the things that we talked about was we don't, we only see what the producers wanted us to see, what the director and the editors and all those people, what they wanted us to see. And so it was really kind of a, a manipulated view of what really happened. It, it is, which it is on any reality show. Absolutely it is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely it is. And so, you know, we we don't know everything. We didn't get to see everything. And some of the things uh, came out later uh, when they did their reunion thing. Yes. But one of them that really impressed me was there, there, there was this couple, obviously there was this couple, it's like show about couples, duh. Mm-hmm. The, the guy was just gung-ho about the relationship with, with everything, you know, from the emotional standpoint, but for some reason, from a physical standpoint, once he saw his bride-to-be, he would start to talk about it. Do you remember the guy that I'm talking about? I do, because yes. he made a significant impression on me because anybody who's on that show knows that it's going to get played on TV. Absolutely. And this woman that he was paired he paired up with was a lovely woman. Yeah, she Inside was. Inside and out. She yeah. was beautiful, yeah. just so kind, mm-hmm. so nice. And... At the at the end, when they have the reunion, everyone hated this guy. Well, he because was because of the things that he was had said that we all knew were was going to come out at some point. Yeah, you know. So what if she'd have married him? Right, and then saw those things. Absolutely, and he would but, say things like, "I feel like she's my soulmate, and we're best friends, and and she's just everything is." clicks and it's just wonderful but i'm not attracted to her well don't keep saying that over and over again to every person and what's going to be on tv right and and, and he even said it to his own mother and his own mother challenged him on that Uh uh-huh but the interesting part if we back up a little bit from the the reunion to the actual wedding because they did come together 
Uh, they had family and friends there for the wedding, mm-hmm. and they went through the service, and uh, they asked the the young lady if she was willing to marry him, if she would say, I do. And? And she said, no. Which nobody would have expected because she kept her cool through the entire thing. And we found out that she even knew some of the things that he had been saying about her. Yes. She looked gorgeous. Yes, it was, she did. It was a traditional Indian wedding, and she looked beautiful. Yes. And she played it to the very end. And what I what I really liked about that was as she was walking away from the altar and walked outside of the church, you could just see this radiance and this confidence and mm-hmm. her head was literally held up high and she she was smiling like I know what I'm doing. And she didn't come across as that prior to that. I didn't see her quite as confident as that. But boy, did she just exude confidence after making that decision. And then this guy was an absolute wreck because during the reunion, part of what it was, was that he was, I think, he got his ego beaten down he did. by that. And, and so the he, man has narcissistic tendencies oh, he, without and he was, a doubt. And he was in attack mode. Mm-hmm. He was attacking everything in the reunion, which was just really kind of interesting. And, and even, you know, the other contestants were just... And and the moderators were just fed up with him, you know. So that dynamic was really, really interesting. They put him in his place. They even said, you you need a therapist. We hope you can get some help for these (laughs) narcissistic (laughs) tendencies because it was that kind of an attack. Yeah, it really was. He was going to smear anybody he could with anything he could. It was just he made everything about him and... She didn't say one word. No, she just kind of, just kind of like, yeah, I see right through you, buddy. And she did the whole time. Yes. And I saw her as a confident woman through the the whole thing, honestly. Yeah, did you? Okay. I did. I saw her as very confident. Um, I think that in her mind, obviously she was questioning why doesn't, I wondered why doesn't he ever kiss her or hold her hand or Right, What's right. Going we we on? didn't see any of that. Nothing. And, and the other couples were doing that and mm-hmm. more. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, they didn't. didn't show that, of course. You know, we certainly heard about it. The other thing that this guy did that uh, just it drives me nuts. He he talks about telling it like it is. I'm just putting it out there like it is. And what he's doing in that is he's removing himself from any responsibility of owning what's coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. What he's doing is saying, nope, this is the, the reality of this, and anybody who's got any sense in their head can see it. It's not me saying it. It's just the truth, and it's bullshit, and it's bullshit because he doesn't want to take ownership because his ego is bruised, and he doesn't want ownership of it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the courage to take ownership of it. He doesn't have the anything to take ownership the anything. of. Anything? No, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then there. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Oh, okay. Go I was ahead. gonna say there was one other guy. Yeah. That uh, was. <laughs> he, he really surprised us because he came off as as this kind of goofball. Mm-hmm. And you know he he had these 
facial expressions. And I we, I don't want to use any names here or anything like that, but if anybody <laughs> watched the show, they'll know who we're talking about. His hair was standing on top of his yeah, head he a had, lot. He had well-coiffed hair, um, but well, it was disheveled often because he was often running, running his hands his through hands. it. Or, but he had these looks that, you know, it looked like a horse pulling back against a a. a, a a bridle or the reins, you know, if you ever <laughs> see a horse that looks spooked sometimes, he had that kind of look he to did. him. Oh but, my gosh. But he surprised us. Yes. He started he he started saying things that somebody who's empathic would say. Yes. He was so open that way and he'd give this he'd ask questions that were really solid. And had had so, insights. And there were insights. Yeah, it was just amazing. And and the guy had this this wonderful gal that and they were connecting so well. They were the ones I thought were going to make it out of probably anybody. Yeah, yeah. And um, he and the rest of the guys they all had their wedding on the same day. I think did they? Is that uh, how it, it worked? It might or have what? been different days because some of them were in the same place. So, okay. but I'm not sure entirely. Well, Maybe they they who knows? Doesn't right. matter. But they had their bachelor and bachelorette. Bachelor, bachelorette parties. Mm-hmm. Good Lord, that's a mouthful. On the same day, you know, they had them together. The guys had theirs together. And the, the same evening. Yeah, and the women yeah. had theirs. And um, this guy got really drunk. And they did not talk specifically about what was said. It, well, they did a little. He, he got mad at her, which wasn't like him, really. He would be more of the guy that would sit down and say, this is bothering me. Yeah. Could we talk about it and that kind of thing? They were just so healthy. And then he got mad and lost it and said horrible things to her that you can't take back. Yeah. Like one of the things was, I hate you. Right, right. How do you take that back? can't. So if we roll that back a little bit. We didn't see that. The audience didn't get to see that argument. We heard about that mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. But one of the things that you and I both picked up on was that at the bachelor party, they went to Wrigley Field and they were out on the field and they were having pitches thrown at them so they could take batting practice on the field. Mm-hmm. And they showed all these other guys getting like real nice uh, hits and uh, you know just connecting with the ball and everything like that. And he went up there, and he he looks like an athlete. He looks like a ball player. Definitely. And he swung and missed on every pitch, and that seemed to have just totally devastated him. Mm-hmm. It and, did. and so it was like you said later after we heard about the fight, you said it was like a switch had been flipped on this guy. Uh-huh. Which is really interesting. And, you know, so we're wondering, was there something there that led up to the fight? Or right. led up to some frustration. Now, those kinds of things that that he said, you don't just say those out of the blue. There's something cooking inside mm-hmm. that it's it's already on simmer, and you just bring it to a boil. And so we're wondering if, you know, I'm wondering, I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm wondering if something flipped his switch, and he, you know, he has self-esteem issues or something like that, uh, where he 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 was devastated at not being able to hit a ball when everybody else did. And if that maybe triggered something in him and sent him spinning, we don't know. Right. I My thought had been, wow, he went from the highest of highs 
and being so excited about this relationship to completely dropping to the lowest of lows mm-hmm. in within less than a 24-hour period. Yeah. And I am no therapist or psychologist. I've read a lot, and, and so I, I think I know quite a bit about it. And what it looked like to me is that there was drinking involved, and somebody who has some mental health issues, say maybe bipolar issues, because, and the only reason I thought of that was because of the real highs mm-hmm. and the, the severe lows. And it seemed like he, his body had done something, it just his, his mental state had just created this complete low, and he had been drinking. And he said things that he did not mean. I know he didn't mean them. Yeah, no, just just his behavior and the way he treated his his partner up to that point. Mm-hmm. You know, you just wouldn't have expected that. No. And but good for her for not taking that, not accepting that, and and putting the brakes on it. Especially in this situation. Remember, this is a this is a, a TV show. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, you know it, it bleeds into real life obviously because this is what they're they're hoping their lives are going to be, but not having to just accept that and saying no I'm not I'm not okay with this and recognizing that you know they need to put their needs first. Mm-hmm. Well, and she did say no I I can't do this and it's because of what's been said, but I'm open to continuing the relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm open to continue dating you. I just can't marry you after this has been done. Seems as though there's a lot of things we need to work on. Yeah. So she was being very wise. Yep, absolutely. Um, anything else that stuck out that we talked about or that you noticed in the show that you can think of? That uh... I was just so surprised at the intensity of feelings within days. Right. And it makes sense in some ways because you take the the appearance part out of it completely. Yeah. And so you're just really working on a relationship and sharing and and having fun visiting and discussing all these different things and you get a vibe with a person. Mm -hmm. But I was just surprised within three to five days they were expressing deep love for each other right and words of of lifelong commitment oh yes and you know and i and i'm surprised at that too and i guess you know my mind goes to well is this a function of how this is set up because what they did was they'd go into these what they called pods mm-hmm. and each one it was like a small living room on each side of a wall and they could hear each other, but they couldn't, obviously, they couldn't see each other. But it's also on a TV show. And, you know, if you're put into a situation like that, where it's that focused and that intense, and you do really open up, is it is, is that a real experience or not, I guess is my question. You know, I think about, oh, great, I don't remember what it's called now, but it's it's that... I want to say it's like something like the Helsinki syndrome or, or the something oh. syndrome, whatever that is, where people start to have very positive connections with their 
they're hostage takers. So there was a situation where there were hostages. Yeah. And by the end of it, these people felt compassion and empathy for the hostage takers. So is it a is it something akin to that, or is this really truly something that can happen with humans? Now, I'll, I will say that there were some success stories. I think two couples out of, I don't know how many couples started this, uh, maybe 10. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 10 women, 10 men, but two couples. So 20%, if that's the case, I don't know. I suppose that's kind of surprising to me that they would follow through and get married. Now, will it be a long-term thing? We don't know. But yeah, but to me, there's no rhyme or recipe. It just happens. It just and I do honestly believe that there were deep connections. I think that that is a phenomenal way to make a deep connection with somebody. And to, because the first thing you do when you meet someone is you look at them. Right. And you make, you place judgments on people, even if you don't mean to, mm-hmm. by the way that you think that they look. Yeah. So I think the, the the components that have to go into this to make this work, uh, first of all, there has to be complete honesty on both sides. Mm-hmm. Because if somebody's playing games, it's not going to work. Not long-term. It might short-term, but but it'll come out, as we saw, you know, some mm-hmm. of the couples saw. I have to learn how to enunciate my words better sometimes here. The other thing is that in having these conversations, you really have to focus on your core values. What are your values? And are there is there alignment with your values and their values? And then, you know, some of the more, those are the more intimate components of a relationship, I think. And then, you know, there's interests and your social habits. We saw one guy who liked to go out almost every night and party and come home like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. And the person that he chose didn't like to do that. She was a homebody. And so they had a little bit of struggle there. But ironically, that was one of the couples that actually got married. Yeah. And they seem to be in really good shape at the reunion too. Mm-hmm. So, which so, was a year. Which was was uh, that a year? Okay. Yeah. okay, I didn't pick up on that. But I think if you can have those elements there, you know, with the honesty and the connection of the values and the the likes and the interests, and if you can explore those, if you're allowed to explore those, you know, you think about how long is a normal date? Hour, two hours, maybe? You know, initially, maybe longer. I don't know. It depends. Two, three hours, but probably. Yeah. Do you really take? that much time to really get into some of these deeper parts of you and how long does that normally take and so if you took all the time that you did in normal dating process and compress that down I don't know or you know is you're fond of saying I don't know (laughs) no you are fond of saying yeah well that's me you're fond of trying to get me to say it right in a Brooklyn accent in a Brooklyn accent which I don't do well no that's but that's okay we have a lot of fun with that but that's a whole nother podcast so um, which by the way we're probably wrapping up at the end of our podcast here today so just about uh, any last thoughts okay yes I was going to (laughs) ask any last thoughts here well as I was saying I do really believe that it's so important to have those very deep connections. However, when it comes right down to it, you can have those deep connections with somebody, but if you don't have the physical connection to, a marriage isn't going to work. No, and I would agree with that. And I think that we saw that probably with with the one couple that but we saw. But the focus was right. Right. Because the focus should be on what's inside. 
right way before what's outside yeah all right very good well this was a an interesting conversation about a show i never thought i'd like yeah, it was a little impromptu. But, uh, you know, we have fun with it, and, uh, you know, we like to explore and watch the human aspect of it. So hopefully, uh, you know, it gave everybody out there something to think about. If you're interested in watching it, I'd encourage you to watch it. It's kind of fun. See but, what uh, you think. Yeah, see what you think. And, you know, uh, until next time, we'll just say thanks for listening, and here we go. And, and there you go. And there you go. There you go.